All right, everyone, happy new year. Uh, another good whole year to celebrate good news of great joy for all people, right? Uh, we're excited about talking about Jesus all year this year. Um, what I want to do before we get going is I just want to start us off well. And, and I, I want to just ask you, wherever you're at, as long as you're not driving, <laughs> to close your eyes. Uh, just go ahead and close your eyes, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead you in a very simple, quick prayer for yourself and for this time. Maybe, go ahead and just put your hand on your heart. Uh, close your eyes, put your hand, a hand on your heart, both hands or whatever. And I just want you to pray this very simple invitation prayer as we get going here. It goes like this. Holy Spirit, come. Hand on your heart. Holy Spirit, come. Teach me. Heal me. Help me. Guide me. Fill me with love, joy, hope, and peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I, I, I bless you. I bless you now in the name of Jesus as we get going this year. I, I bless you that you would know Jesus more during this time. That you would know Jesus more. That you would be healed in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, in your, in your spirits. That you, would, that you would know the guidance and help of God right now as we, we gather for this time together. And that you'd experience the love, the, the joy, the hope and the peace that comes from God during this time. I bless you with that in Jesus' name. May it be. May it be. All right. Ready to, uh, ready to dive into to Vision Sunday? The last Vision Sunday that we had was in October. It was this one church gathering Sunday. And I, and I had a word for us. The word was charge. And the question was, what does charge mean for you? That was last October. Um, here at the beginning of the new year, I've got a new word for, for us all and a new question, but very similar. The, the word that I have for us is this, get ready, get ready. And, and the question then is, what does get ready look like for you? What does get ready look like for you? In what ways might God be calling you to get ready for this new season? This new season in the world, this new season in your life. Back in early December, I started just seeking God. God, what is your word for, for us as we go into the new year? And I felt like God gave me the word, get ready. I felt like he gave me the biblical um, concept and passage connected to the beginning of the book of Joshua. And then after a couple weeks, I felt like he gave me a clarifying dream because I, I naturally was shifting a little bit towards optimism and he wanted, me, he wanted to make sure that I stayed on understanding when it came to this word. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But for now, the call is to get ready and to ask ourselves the question, what does get ready look like for you? At the beginning of the book of Joshua, the very second verse, it starts like this. It, it, we read, now then... You and all these people get ready to cross. Get ready to cross. We're going to use the beginning of the book of Joshua as, as our tutor. 
as, as, the, as the guide for what does it take, what kind of aspects are involved when it comes to getting ready. Last year was this year of global shaking, fear, isolation, health, finances, all that kind of stuff. Last year was a year of waiting. Last year was a year, a year of enduring. It was quite an unpleasant era for most. And I understand as we are venturing into 2021, it's totally... Not super different. And so we're, we're, we're moving into 2021, and, and it looks like we have the same awful reality that we're, fr- we're facing, but <clears throat> God is calling us to, to get ready because, one, the battle isn't over yet. And secondly, a new era is coming. God wants us to get ready for the days ahead, for the battles ahead, and also be prepared to cross into this new era. In, in the book of Joshua, battles were coming. When, when, God, when, God, or when, they, when they received those words from verse 2, now then you and all these people get ready, battles were coming, but so was their future. Both of them were, were on their way. Now I understand that, <clears throat> that some of you feel rather burned, burned from last year. A, a little a little disappointed or a lot disappointed. Maybe you felt like your life fell apart a bit last year or a lot. Uh, job, relationship, family, health. You had hopes and you experienced a lot of disappointments. I've heard from some people from pretty much every location in Rehope, people believing that God had spoken to them good things about last year that didn't come together. Uh, unanswered prayers and, and, and people are feeling kind of spiritually disappointed in God for whatever reason, either unanswered prayer because of how things unfolded last year, feeling a little bit burned and also so a little bit, um, a little bit <clears throat> tired of trusting God or worn out from trusting God after a disappointing year. And I know that's not all of you. I know some of you are eager and you're like, yay, I'm ready for, for the next. But for those who are Disappointed when it comes to last year, when it comes to maybe unanswered prayers, some things that you felt like God was going to answer last year. I have a theory. I have a theory. It's a working theory. It's not going to be true for every situation and every circumstance, but I have a theory about what has happened this last year when it's come to delays in answered prayers. And that's what I believe has happened. Delays in answered prayer. I believe that there are things that were supposed to unfold last year, and I believe they are still coming, but they've been delayed for one reason with four major aspects to that reason. The reason is because last year the spiritual war was intense and unusually slanted towards the enemy more than normal. The, the spiritual, why? Why? Because fear, the enemy's work of fear was widespread globally at, at, at huge levels, at extraordinary levels. And faith and trust levels, even amongst God's people, were, were down. There was, there was a lot more fear than normal, and, and faith was down. That, that, that is part of the spiritual reality. Connected to that, corporate worship was stopped. It was stopped in Scotland. It was greatly reduced around the planet. It is powerful when God's people are together singing, worshiping. I encourage you uh, every Sunday, even if you're, you're in your, your, your house or whatever, to be determined to worship out loud. 
out of your face, <laughs> out of your heart. To, to, it, it is powerful, and, and there's been a lot of subduing of that uh, across the world, and so that has an impact. I'm, I'm looking at Daniel chapter 10, 11, and 12, and I see that, that, um, that God had released in Daniel chapter 10 the, this angel in answer to prayer to bring a message to Daniel, but that angel was delayed because of the spiritual battle taking place because the prince of Persia, and so there was a delay in the answer to the prayer that was dispatched on day one, but it took three weeks, 21 days to get there. And I think that there has been answers that have been um, sent, uh, that are being executed by the angels that are being delayed because of the spiritual battle in the same way because of the fierceness of the battle that's going on. And fourthly, um, there's the two most common ways that prayers, uh, that God, uh, the two most common instruments that God uses to answer prayers are angels and people. And people have been isolated from one another. They are not praying over each other, laying on hands. They're not interacting with each other face to face. They're not speaking words of encouragement and, and, and even just like just the right words. They're, they're, they're isolated for, from one another. In light of all of that, I think that there has been some delays. P people... Uh, for, for whatever reasons. And, and I believe, though, that, that in this next year that we will see those breakthroughs catching up. I, I, I feel like a dam that's been, that's been blocking off some stuff this last year because of all those spiritual realities. But I think that as we return to fear and faith and courage and not giving way to, uh, did I say fear? We don't get, as we, as we get rid of fear, as we, we say no to fear, and as we return to faith and courage and, and, and praying and all that kind of stuff, then I, then I think that dam is going to start breaking and, and, and some of those prayers are going to start getting through and those answers are going to start coming and then that trickle is going to become a, a rush and that rush is going to become a flood and, 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 and I think that we're going to have some catch-ups on answered prayers here as, as, as God's, that's my theory, that's my theory. That's my why I'm thinking that way. Uh, it's not going to be true for everyone in every situation, but may it be, right? May it be. Uh, be, be encouraged. Your, your, your disappointments are not done. There is a future. There's a future. Well, that was free and not about getting ready. I guess that's about getting ready to, to actually start listening because, you know, we'll clear out some of the disappointments. Here we go. For now, I want to talk about how we get ready to step in this next era, uh, into the battles that are to come, and into the future, whatever it will be and whenever it comes. And I want to look at four questions that I see um, surfacing in the book of Joshua, connected to four stories at the beginning of Joshua, as the people are getting ready to, to take the land. Now, I want to also remind you in the book of Joshua, the book of Joshua is this great transition moment from 40 years of awful, 40 years of death, 40 years of waiting into a new era, but, but it wasn't without battles. And I also want to remind you that the land didn't just fall in their lap. They, they, had, they had to take it in faith and courage and obedience. In fact, they only got as much of the land as they took in faith, courage, and obedience. They, they seemed to, when you're looking at the end of the book of Joshua and, end of the book, and into the book of Judges, they seemed to not get everything that they maybe have supposed to have gotten. Because they seemed to run out of courage or faith or obedience after a while. Their, their passion wore down. 
But still, they have a good, strong start, and there's, there's good words for us when it comes to getting ready. But, but again, this year isn't just going to fall into your lap. We've got to move forward in faith and in courage and, and obedience. Okay, so the four helpful clarifying questions from the four helpful moments at the beginning of Joshua. The first question is this. <clears throat> what spiritual preparation do I need to make now to set me up for the year ahead? What spiritual preparation do I need to make now to set me up for the year ahead? Remember before Jericho, before Jericho, before their very first battle in the promised land, they have this moment at, at Gilgal. And they stop at Gilgal, and they deal with their past, they deal with their sin, they deal with their disobedience, and, and all the men got circumcised. It was definitely party time there before we get into the land. So you see, nobody born after they left Egypt had gotten circumcised, even though 40 years earlier they got all the law and all the directions about, about that uh, at Mount Sinai. No one had gotten circumcised. So, so before they were able to move into the land, they, they as a whole nation and, and individuals, they had to get their lives right with God again. And they had to get back to obedience. I mean, in, in many ways, they are being obedient. In many ways, they are crossing into the land, but they still need to do a life check and make sure, okay, this is something that we need to get in alignment. We, we, we see in Joshua chapter 5, it says, after, Joshua 5, 8, after the entire nation had been circumcised, they say where they were at camp until they recovered, then, the Lord then said to Joshua, Today I've rolled away the disgrace of Egypt from you. There, there is, this is a pivotal moment of preparation for the nation. And I believe God has opportunities for you this year. God has opportunities for you this year. But before you take a, another step, is there anything that you need to deal with connected to yesterday? Connected to your past? Maybe some sin habits that we need to let go of. Some people Maybe we need to forgive, some obedience, we need to step into. Getting, getting ready means getting right with God. Getting ready means getting right with God and getting back in step with how he's called us to live. Doing what he's called us to do, not doing what he's uh, called us not to do. Now, this isn't about guilt at all. In fact, I don't see any condemnation or guilt or shame or anything in the Gilgal story at all. I mean, we know as, as believers there's no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. There, there's no hint of guilt here at Gilgal. It's just the people, before they take their next step, okay, we need to get right with God in this area. I think that's part of, part of getting ready. We're, we've got our fasting week coming up in, in one week from now. I'm super excited about it. I'm dropping a, a podcast tomorrow about that. I'm going to be teaching about fasting next week as well. Uh, fasting week is going to be for us uh, many things, but one of the aspects is a time of spiritual preparation for the year ahead. These are Gilgal days as we step into 2021. Days to get ready by getting right with God as we step into the year ahead. Come what may, we're going to get ready. So the first question, uh, get ready question from Joshua is, what spiritual preparation do I need to make now to set me up for the year ahead? All of us can take a step forward in this. Uh, what might your step forward be? The second question 
is what promises have you made to God and people that you need to remember and fulfill in this next season? What promises have you made to God and people that you need to remember and fulfill in this next season? Some of you have made promises to God in, in the years past, maybe, maybe a long time ago or maybe in, maybe in this last year here. Uh, God, if you, if you help me in this moment, then I will do this. If you, if you answer this prayer, then I will do that. If you save me or rescue me or if you bring me this friend or if you help me with this, um, if you give me this, I, whatever, You've made some sort of deal with God in the past, and he's held up his end, and now it's time for you to remember and fulfill your end. God, if you, if you do this for me, I will serve you. God, if you do this for me, then I will. Sometimes, before we can move forward in receiving what God has next for us, we need to go back and fulfill or keep the promises that we've made to God and to others. Are there promises or words that you've said to someone that, that you, you've, you've not yet acted on? Something you still need to keep, keeping your word even when it, when it costs you. That's, that's the mark of the godly. One of the most strange stories, there's two stories in, in the book of Joshua that, that are really mind-bending for me. And, and I get them and I love them, but they're also, they also uh, throw me off a little bit. Um, one of the stories that throws me off is the story of Rahab when you really think about it. The story of Rahab. Remember, God is going to be saying about Jericho, no survivors at all. You can't keep any gold. You can't keep any cloaks. You can't keep any people, <laughs> right? No, no goats. Like, you can't, like, no, you're not, no survivors, right? Nothing, not even, not even, not even clothes can be survivors, Right? But then this, ha this happens, though, in the, in the context, and I read this in Joshua chapter 2. Rahab is speaking, and she gets them, these, these spies, to make her a promise. And, and she says, now please swear to me by the Lord that you will also show kindness to my father's family, because I showed kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father, mother, brothers, sisters and all who belong to them maybe you just think of the Rahab story as like a mom and a dad and a, and a Rahab and a goat I don't know uh, this sounds like a lot of people a lot a whole extended family save save us from death the men answer here, we will give our lives for yours. If you don't report our mission, we will show kindness and faithfulness to you when the Lord gives us this land. They made a promise. They made a promise to this woman. And remember, this, this promise was made before, before they crossed the Jordan River as a nation. The, 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 this, this promise was made before their get right with God moment at Gilgal. They, they made this promise in the past, and it needs to now be kept and remembered before the nation comes forward to take the land. Have you made a promise? Or have you given your word to maybe your parents? Or to your spouse? Or to friends? Or someone you love? Have you given someone your, your word, or, or even someone you don't love? <laughs> uh, have you given someone your, your word? It's time to remember be prepared to keep it as we move forward into this next year. Even membership commitments, right? Voluntarily made. We got a membership meeting Thursday, 
Thursday, yeah. Uh, we got a membership meeting Thursday. You can re remember the commitments we've made. Uh, if you remember, how are we doing on keeping those commitments? The second get ready question from Joshua is, what promises have you made to God and people that you need to remember and fulfill in this next season? Third question that I see in Joshua, what plans and guidance does Jesus have for you this year? Again, I'm so happy that we're starting this year with, with fasting week and seeking Jesus for guidance. Um, it, it, I hope that you have the fasting cards where you write down different things that you want to be seeking Jesus about this year. If you don't have a fasting card, I know that they're just hard to distribute. Make sure that you get something and you physically write it down. You write down like five things that you're, you're seeking God for. Uh, hopefully one of the things is that you're seeking God is, God, I, I want to know what you want from me this year. I want to know your guidance, your plans and purposes for me this year. In Joshua chapter 5, Joshua encounters the commander of the angels of the Lord, I guess, is, is one of his titles in this passage. And we see there that Yahweh gives Joshua very specific direction about Jericho. Very specific guidance. Very specific how. And it kind of looks something like this. You're probably familiar with it. Joshua chapter 6, verse 2. Yahweh said to Joshua, Look, I have handed Jericho, its king, and its best soldiers over to you. March around the city with all the men of war, circling the city one time. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry seven ram's horns. Very specific, right? Seven ram's horns, trumpets, in front of the ark. But on the seventh day, march around the city seven times while the priests blow the ram's horns. When there is a prolonged blast of the horn and you hear its sound, have all the troops give a mighty shout. Then the city will, wall will collapse and the troops will advance each man straight ahead. Very specific directions that he receives from, from God there. Getting ready is getting seeking. Getting ready is getting seeking any specific guidance or plans that, that Jesus might have for you. Now how do you do that? Well, you need to slow down. You need to slow down and make the space for, to listen. This isn't something you can just force. Jesus, I've got three minutes for the rest of the year. Go. I'm not hearing anything. It, 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 it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. I'm making fun, but come on. How many of you are actually, how many of us are like, yeah, three minutes is generous. Uh, Jesus, please speak to me while I'm going to the bathroom and I can't do anything else right now. You know, there, there's, there's, we, we, we are so uh, un, uh, undisciplined as a, as, a, as a humanity when it comes to guarding our times for, for seeking Jesus. We're not good at it. We're not good at it. Uh, Jesus, I'm going to watch this movie. Speak to me during this movie, okay? Uh, yeah, things like that. We, you can't really force Jesus to speak to you. But when it comes to seeking guidance, we need, to, we need to carve out the spaces. We need to carve out space for listening. And for some of you, you're going to have to carve out some space in the morning or carve out some space in the evening. Or you're going to have to get out of your house. Maybe your house is full of kids and chaos and, and, and everything. You just need to go on a prayer walk with Jesus. Get a regular habit of a prayer walk and, and just get out. But if you're going to hear from Jesus consistently about his plans and purposes for you, you're going to need to carve out some space, some space to, to just spend with Jesus and have all the tech off. Listening to Jesus and having that space carved out is often the difference between a Jericho victory and a Gibeon embarrassment. 
in chapter 9, we're not talking about it, but, but the Gibeonites trick Joshua. And Joshua doesn't go and listen to, to God about what to do with these people from Gibeah. And so he makes a deal with them. And, and because he makes a deal with them and he doesn't hear from God, they lose what could be the greatest strategic location and city in all of the promised land. It was that great of a place. And they lose it. They lose it forever. Because they don't listen to, to God and his, his plans and purposes. They didn't have that space carved out to, to listen. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to belabor that, but as we turn into a new year, how, how am I doing with my rhythms of listening? How am I doing at having uh, guarded time? And, and if, it's, if I've got a good plan, but I'm not, I'm not doing it, let's get back to the plan or let's change the plan. What does getting ready look like for you? And what does it take to, to slow down and seek the guidance of Jesus as we turn into this year? That's number three. Fourthly is this. What perspective shift do you need to make as you approach this next year? What perspective shift? Do you need to make as you approach this year? Now, obviously in the book of Joshua, God's people were called to be strong and very courageous. And you can see why. They were about to face battle after battle after battle ahead of them. There's going to be battles ahead, and they're not supposed to shrink back with fear. And you know what? In the same way, guys, this year... We need to be especially strong for, to be strong and courageous as we walk into the year ahead. Nobody is looking at 2021 today thinking, oh, this, this, looks, this looks easy. Or yay, yay, it's more contagious now. Or, 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 or yay, yay, um, schools are closed. I mean, maybe my 14-year-old is saying yay, but most people are not saying yay uh, about that. Uh, yay, more lockdown. Like, this is super fun, right? It's a, um, not a lot of people are saying that. Uh, no one's thinking of you, but, but you... As the people of Jesus, getting ready means to be in the right perspective. The right perspective of being strong and courageous as we walk through the battles ahead to get to the future on the other side. To walk forward with faith. With hope. Not letting hope slip. With courage. With boldness. And I, I know that, that, that so many of us have have felt completely taken off by last year, thrown, thrown by last year. I want to remind you of this story at the beginning of Joshua. There's a story like after Gilgal, after they had gotten right with God at Gilgal, after they'd heard from Jesus about how to, uh, how to take Jericho, this, getting the specific guidance and direction from God, after they had kept their promises to Rahab, and, and spared her and her father and her mother and her brothers and sisters and all who belonged to them. Uh, after, after they kept all their promises there. Uh, they moved forward to a, 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 the next town after Jericho named Ai, or Ai, right? Uh, so, something like that. And, and they expected victory because they, they'd done all this good stuff. And they'd been on track, it seemed, in their opinion. But instead they get this crushing defeat. There was hidden sin going on, but they, they expected victory and got this defeat. It, we read in Joshua chapter 7 of this defeat, it says in verse 4, So about 3,000 men went up there, but they fled from the men of Ai. 
the men of Ai struck down about 36 of them and chased them from outside the city gate to the quarries, striking them down on the descent. As a result, the people lost heart. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell face down to the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening, as did the elders of Israel. They all put dust on their heads. They are broken. They are now afraid. They have just been told to be strong and courageous, but then they crashed. And so then it's like their faith and everything crumbled. I wouldn't be surprised if you have experienced that recently. Had a moment where you felt strong and then, then you held some resistance and, and kind of felt like things crumbled in, on the inside, at least, at least for a little bit. The, the perspective that we need as we, as we get ready to face the year ahead is, yes, to approach it with courage, but also with the determination to be persistent when it comes to getting back up again. When it comes to getting back, there's a good chance that you're going to have a, a shaky moment, maybe a bad moment this year. And maybe, maybe, may it never be, but maybe somebody will fall back into sin. Maybe you'll fall back into sin. May it not happen, may it not be you. Maybe you'll have a faith crisis. May it not be for you, but maybe, maybe you'll have a life crisis. Maybe you'll have a, a, a big life crisis. Maybe you'll sort of give up for a time. Getting ready means... Getting, getting ready to persevere, getting ready to get back up again when that time comes. We, we may not be able to navigate this year perfectly, but let's get ready to navigate it persistently, making that commitment now that if the day ever comes when we wake up and we look at our lives and we realize we're off track or we're a mess or we've fallen apart and we're, we're kind of crumbled down, that, that we're not just going to stay there. We're going to get up and we're going to get back right and we're going to keep going again. If the people had, had, when they crumbled at AI, had stopped and collapsed and not gotten back up again, they would have never gotten the promised land. They would have Jericho, but that's it. When we find ourselves crumbling, when we find ourselves wrecked, we, we, we go, okay, we need to get back together. We need to get back up again, and we need to get back going. We need to get back going. I wonder if some of you, as you turn into 2021 here, are at an AI moment, an I moment, where you, where you, you, you sort of crashed. You sort of crashed, and, it, and, and yet now it's time to get ready for 2021. It's time to get back up again. It's time to get back right with Jesus again. It's time to get back to Jesus' plans and purposes uh, for your year to come, to, to face the year with, with renewed faith and, and courage. And I'm not saying this year is going to be easy. In fact, in my dream a couple weeks ago, uh, I got the real sense the, the enemy is coming. The enemy is coming just like John 10.10 10 describes, to steal and to kill and destroy. I, I, I saw this dream of, of like these... Um, kind of old school Viking slash Native Americans, which looked nothing alike, but they were kind of like that in my dream. And they were rushing towards this village just bent on, 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 on rage and, 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 and anger and, and, and murder and to steal, to kill, and destroy. And they were sweeping down the village, and I was calling out to the people in the village, get ready, get ready, get up, get ready, get ready. Uh, the, the enemy is coming, get up, get prepared. And, and and in my dream, may this not be true with us, but in my dream, pretty much everybody just sat there. They, they couldn't be bothered. I mean, they're sitting there by their fires. Couldn't, they just didn't have, they just didn't feel like they just had what it takes to get up. The enemy is sweeping down to steal and to kill and destroy. But it's like, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Just... Now, some people did. A few of them did kind of get up, but they weren't moving very fast. 
And they were not going to be ready when the, the enemy is coming to, that is his agenda in 2021, to continue this steal, kill, and destroy agenda when it comes to your faith, when it comes to your, the, the, well, a lot of different things. And, and God's people, it's time for us to get ready and to rise up because it's battle time. It's not bedtime. It's battle time. And that, that future is coming where, where we will have rest on the other side of this, but, but right now it's time to, to fight and to get ready and to get ready now. And so the question is, what does get ready look like for you? What do you need to do to, to get ready for this year ahead? The real year ahead, not the year that we want it to be, but the year that God has given us. So the challenge is answer the question. Answer the question, what does get ready look like for you. Now, I can't encourage you enough. I can't encourage you enough more than even any other year. This year, fasting week is huge. Join me. Join the elders. Join the uh, leadership of the church. Jo join, join us all in, in seeking God and seeking God's breakthrough. To listen to God to bring our requests to God, to also hear God's requests of us, and, 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 to, and to go for it this year. I'm going to be dropping a podcast on fasting tomorrow, the Reawakening podcast. I'm going to be teaching on it next week, uh, next Sunday. It's a really big deal. Uh, right now, be prepared. Be preparing your hearts to be courageous that week. You might be feeling intimidated about the idea of fasting for five days. Okay? Don't let, this is not the time to let fear hold you back. This is a time to just to charge, unless you have lots of one of those health reasons, or there's lots of reasons, and I'll be talking about that next week and on the podcast tomorrow. Okay, for now, though, work through these four questions. What does get ready look like for you? I believe God has a mission and a purpose for you this year, in 2021. I believe answered prayers are coming in 2021. I want you to get ready for it. I want you to get ready for all the battles and the blessings for this year. Let me pray for you. Uh, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would pour out capacity. Heart healing. Resilience. Restrengthening true perspective. God, we 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 ask you to to bring your healing and your help. We need you, and we will step forward in this year in faith. Encourage. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.